Hey guys, welcome to the podcast where I share my journey writing my first novel. I am a small business owner and entrepreneur living on the coast of Maine with my cat and my husband. Doing this podcasting thing has been really fun, but a little bit challenging because I'm always worried about being able to talk about stuff that's interesting and keep everyone engaged. And I was just thinking about how I was mentioning if you put out a novel that's like really crap and people read it and, you know, they're like, well, I'm never going to read this author again because this sucked. I was thinking about that in the context of my podcast because I feel like I, I personally feel like I've gotten a little bit better with time, maybe not a lot better, but I don't know, my first few episodes were probably pretty rough, and I probably lose uh, a bit of an audience that way. I don't know, maybe it's something where I would need to delete the first few episodes, or even, hey, maybe start a new season. I don't know. Some of you are enjoying it, though, so that that is what is keeping me going on it, and really, I just enjoy sharing my thoughts and my journey and just podcasting is kind of fun even if it doesn't lead to anything or go anywhere it's enjoyable for me it makes me think about the things that I do want to share and think about what I've been learning and what is important to me just like you know my last episode where I was sharing what I've found with incorporating different perspectives into my writing journey. And I think I've said this before, but it's really just an accountability thing too. And if if you remember saying one thing, you kind of have to like you kind of have to hold yourself to your own word. If you've vocalized your thoughts and kind of stated how you feel about a certain certain thing, You can always go back on it, but if you do, you have to kind of explain it and why you're doing things a little bit differently than what you were saying you were going to do. I just think it's an interesting, an interesting concept, and I doubt there are very many podcasts like this. Um, Obviously, I'm not sure if I mentioned the podcast that I was inspired by when I started this initially, but it is called How to Write a Novel, and I don't know how entertaining this podcast is or you know if there's a entertainment versus educational value to it if it's being balanced out correctly I don't know some of you are enjoying it so I'm going to keep doing it and it's for me anyways so it doesn't matter but this weekend I've been working a lot on my house. And I've been juggling being able to write and still like work at some of these projects that we have going on. And we actually painted an entire wall outside. Um, Our house is very oddly shaped. So it's extremely, extremely dangerous to be working with this like 35 foot ladder and painting And we were like propping the ladder against like the bottom of the windowsill. And like at one point my husband had it on the glass. I'm like, no, that's not going to work. We have to move this. 
so we moved it. But yeah, my weekend has been filled with filled with a lot of housework and just alternating between the housework and my writing and ignoring my emails because it's the weekend. People are emailing me on the weekend. I started out with like zero emails in the inbox and I've actually been ticking away at some of them that have been popping up this weekend. But I think I'm back to 30 emails that I have to address on Monday morning. And it just, when I come down to sit down and write, it's just, it's just that question of how am I going to spend my morning? Am I going to commit to my writing or am I going to go outside and talk about my writing or am I going to address some of these emails? Usually the emails win out just because I spend maybe five to 10 minutes on them and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to write. But then by that time it's 8.30 and you know the emails start rolling in at 9 or 10. So it doesn't give me a lot of time to write which is frustrating. But that's just how I've been, you know, trying to balance my my writing journey. And I think I'm just trying to say also is I really enjoy the weekends just because I don't have to. I don't feel that obligation to respond to emails. And it just gives me so much time to decide what I'm going to do with my days and my hours. And it gives me time to sit and think if I need to. A little part of me misses quarantine and not working. I mean, who doesn't want to not work? But yeah, I now that I am unstuck, for the most part, right now, after my scene session, I, today and yesterday too, actually, I've written probably 2,000 words, which is on par with kind of what I was doing during quarantine a little bit and it feels really good to just have that energy flowing and just to be able to write as much as I want. Granted I have gotten stuck a little bit here and there and I take pauses just to make sure that you know I'm on track and I'm I'm going in the direction that I want to go. Oh wow these flowers are so fragrant. I have a field of um, purple, I think they're called lupins, I guess. I don't know. But just walking by them is like super fragrant. Anyways, I today I just wrote over a thousand words. And then the scene took a direction that I wasn't expecting. Slash kind of needed it to go somewhere new. Because I don't feel that I have enough enough mapped out quite yet just because I'm at 44,000 words now and I feel like I'm already starting to write like my ending payoff scenes and that doesn't feel like it's long enough so I'm trying to think of ways to I guess stretch it out but I just I know that there's something missing in the middle that needs to be you know the climax like it needs to be building up quite a bit to in order to reach the ending and so I took this little detour on the scene and it ends really perfectly but my main character Crimsy, he's like 
going off on this other in in this other direction and changing the plan up and I have no idea what he's doing and why he's doing it but the scene ends really nicely and it's perfect and I'm like well I'm gonna have to figure that out later and because I alternate between Crimsy and Felice I have a Felice scene planned out so I can keep doing that so yesterday I wrote Felice today I wrote Crimsy and tomorrow I can write Felice but then I'm gonna be stuck again because I've got it going in this certain direction. So hopefully I can figure that out tomorrow. And today I spent a lot of time sitting and thinking. And I think that is going to be crucial for me to be able to spend my weekends in that way, just so I can get unstuck and then let that propel me into the week. And hopefully that means that I'll get a lot of writing done this week. It'll be maybe my first normal week in over a month, so we'll see. Um, And normal is obviously extremely arbitrary. Normal does not exist anymore. But normal for me is having emails and not having to worry about a bunch of extra things going on in the world too much, but just, you know kind of picking away at my own personal missions within my business and my own personal, you know, goals, either with the house or, you know, whatever it is. I have this huge pile of firewood that my husband has chopped over the course of several weeks. And yesterday I spent probably three hours listening to podcasts and just like stacking this wood. I have to be very meticulous about it because If not, something's going to go wrong and blow it over. And then we're just going to end up with a giant pile under our deck. Just just a heap of wood that's going to rot on the ground. So, anyways, it's been a good weekend. And I wanted to share with you this feeling that I've had. And I'm sure that I'm not alone in this feeling. I, I feel like I can see the end, and when you're in the groove, because I've been in this place before in the groove where I can see the end, and I can see what's going on, it feels really great, right? But at the same time, I only have 45,000 words. I'm like, wait, how can I, how can I be seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and still only have 45,000 words? There's going to be a problem here, right? That's why I wanted to hop on the podcast episode and record something for you all because this is probably a common theme. Every time I I feel that and I let it excite me, I get stuck again. And then it takes me like several more weeks to get out of it. Granted, like it probably would have been a lot sooner had the world not imploded on itself and my world imploded and you know whatever I had to stop writing so I'm sure I could have like resolved it a lot sooner but it makes me feel excited for getting to the end of this first draft and that brings into question how I'm going to treat my first draft and I think that this um this little Instagram post that I made on my my uh, transitus at the transition age Instagram kind of describes my thoughts and feelings currently very well in regards to 
my writing journey and just being able to address a second draft. Um, I said, writing a novel is alternating between what if I'm secretly a prodigy and this is the worst book ever every five minutes until you finally have a novel and realize neither is right and you have to do 45 million more drafts. Then you do it again. Am I wrong? (laughs) I hope to be sharing more on the Instagram, actually. Um, I only have 22 followers on it and it will maybe get like two or three likes, but those are my feelings right now. And just the thought of a second draft is exciting and daunting and terrifying and nerve-wracking and it's all of those things and I just I can't wait to get there just because I can't wait to finally finally have a first draft but at the same time I'm thinking in the back of my brain the next the next step is probably going to take you know it could take another whole year it shouldn't take a year I hope it doesn't I hope that I can, you know, revise my my first draft in maybe six months over the course of six months. That sounds reasonable. If I'm hacking away at it a little bit at a time, I know it's going to be a completely different process. And so that's what the exciting part is for me is I'm going to get to share that process with you all from the perspective of somebody who has never never done this I've written I've finished you know small writing projects I've done various things I know that I can write but I have never written a second draft of a novel I have even written a first draft of a novel 75 pages of pure crap but I threw that away (laughs) a long time ago I did not even try to do a second draft that was awful but um yeah, just like seeing the end of the tunnel right now is just, I have all the feelings and I'm sure I'm not alone in that. And with this podcast, I'm just really excited to share that journey and it's just all so new. It's kind of cool. And for all I know, everything that I say in this podcast is going to be pure crap and lead everybody astray and make you all take way longer on your book than you need to, for all I know. But it could also be helpful, and it could be kind of telling you what not to do. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the adventure of it, I guess. It's just figuring it out as we go. And if you're new to writing a novel, then we're figuring it out together. And I'm going to have pitfalls, and I'm sure that the second draft is not going to be easy and turning something into a final draft is going to be probably the like harder than doing the first draft even though it's taken me 10 years to get here that's not that's not the point and then I think about once I get to that second draft and once I get to a final draft I was just listening to this podcast the other day it's called how do you write? I think, I think that's what it's called. Um, I've only listened to a few episodes of it, but it's pretty good. 
And I like to start things from the beginning. So probably this podcast, my own personal podcast, is probably disjointed if you're listening in in the middle of it. Hopefully, like, people will get something if they skip the beginning. But I need, I realize I need to, like, stop referring to things that I've mentioned before because I just need to kind of reiterate things. Because not everyone's going to, like, be crazy like me and listen to every single podcast from the beginning. I tried to do that with this one. And what I found, even with, like, StoryGrid, like, I stopped at about, like, episode 35 or something. Because there's, like, 200 episodes. There's no way. And so I didn't even keep listening to StoryGrid because I wanted to do it chronologically. Because it was kind of, like, the the journey that I was interested in. And so starting from the the most recent ones just doesn't make sense right now. But for this one, I think the format is um, kind of flexible enough that, I mean, it's each episode is independent of the other, so it doesn't matter where you start. Anyways, I listened to a recent episode, and it was talking about... Uh, I'm sorry, I forget the name of the of the author, but he's a romance author, and he wrote a book that is published, and he published it in his Instagram stories. It's for sale as well, but he published it in his Instagram stories, which made me really intrigued by this idea, and obviously, like, they were intrigued as well, the the podcast um, hostess, she was intrigued by this idea, and I and I went on to the the Instagram, and I started reading like the first couple pages or whatever, and I realized it's not like a great way to read a book, but it is an intriguing idea, and I am extremely paranoid about sharing my work, which is why my scene session episode was so disjointed and confusing is because I don't want to share too much and as a writer you probably shouldn't um with this guy he had already like released his book so I guess it makes sense and I'm like kind of turning the idea over in my head and I almost want to just uh, there's a part of me that just really wants to share my work even though it's not done, even though it's a first rough draft, and I'm just so excited, and part of me, like, part of me just craves that praise as well, like, I want people to love and enjoy my work, and it's definitely probably premature for, for that, because it is pretty rough, but, um, part of me just wonders if there's anything in that where, if you were to build an Instagram, because people are already on Instagram, they're already engaging with things, and like, what if I were to share my 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 writing, my book, my novel, in my stories, in some sort of capacity that is similar to what what he's doing? But again, he has a final draft that's on there, like it's an actual novel. For me, it would be just like putting out potential crap that people are confused by. But there's something interesting there in that just getting the word started and getting people interested in it that way 
And so I looked at the Instagram and he has about 400 followers, which I don't know when he started it or launched it and what efforts he's made to, you know, get the word out there. I don't know how long it's been up. So I can't really judge if 400 is a lot, if he just launched it yesterday or if it's kind of like, I don't know, stagnant. I don't know if how shareable it is. I don't know. I don't see people like sending the stories that, that the book is published on to people. But I don't know. It could It could be a really cool way to promote your book. And it goes back to this um the story grid book which is now out called the sand sea and it is interesting because i started to read it and i was enjoying it and the problem is that every time i went to go read a book i was getting off of my computer and so i obviously i have that book as a pdf and they sent it out for the reviews and i feel bad because now it's out and there's like 80 plus reviews on Amazon for this book and I haven't reviewed it or even finished it. And I think part of it is because it is a PDF on my computer. So maybe giving out your book for free is an interesting way of self-promotion. I think that story kind of plays into how Aragon got popular. I mean, it was... What from I, I didn't look into this at all, but from what I heard is that just like the local school libraries had his book and it was so popular and it was word of mouth that it just kept getting requested and they, they had to, you know, publish the book in larger quantities. I don't know if he like got signed after or how all of the logistics of that worked, but it is a very interesting way of looking at things by giving your your work away for free. It's also terrifying, especially as somebody who has, you know, grown up wanting to write a book in a traditional sense, sell it, you know, make it huge potentially and potentially make lots of money off of it. But never in my in my head did I consider the possibility of giving your book away for free being lucrative. A lucrative way of, basically, it's free advertisement. The only problem is if, I don't know, if somebody has like a PDF, I could technically share it with somebody for free again. You know, then... How much of that? I mean, I guess if people are getting the book for free, they're not people that would normally be buying the book anyways. It just makes it have more notoriety and more reviews, more demand. I don't know. It's something to play with for sure. And maybe, maybe I will test something like that out. Or maybe I'll keep mulling on it. And and get back to you. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I don't know anything. Or maybe it is a good idea to give away your first draft for free. And then those that are interested in, if the first draft is good enough, those who are interested in the book might 
be interested in purchasing the final copy. And then that way, they don't actually have a free version of your book. They only have a free, you know, rough draft of your book. All interesting things to keep in mind. So... I think I'll start sharing more of my writing journey on my Instagram, if any of you are interested. Again, the handle for that Instagram is at the transition age, and it's all, no, uh, no symbols or anything, it's all just one word. And hopefully I'll find more content to share, and I don't even know what to share on this episode. Uh, aside from the things that I've ranted about and just updating you all on where I am at. And if any of you have questions about the scene session that I had, that might be interesting. If you have a question, again, very few of you actually listen to this. And obviously, if you are tuning in kind of out of date... If it's like now 2021 and you're listening to this, obviously this is no longer a relevant um, offer. But if you have questions about my novel that you weren't sure about in my scene session that were confusing, and if it's something that I can talk about without revealing too much, uh, let me know. Get on my Instagram and ask me questions. That would be pretty cool. And maybe, just maybe, I will share bits and pieces of my rough draft one day on the Instagram. We'll see. Anyways, um, please, please subscribe to my book updates list. I will not be bothering you until the book is ready. So probably in about a year from now. It's a little EEP URL in both the podcast episode and the like the general podcast description you can click on that add your email and one day I'll let you know that the book is ready thanks for listening <laughs>